0: Welcome back to Marketing with Soul on the Relevant Podcast channel, where we discuss how to make healthcare relevant to modern consumers. I'm Jared Johnson, founder of the Shift Forward Health Production and Marketing Group.
1: And I'm Peter Balestruri, Director of Communications and Marketing and PR for the West Virginia University of Medicine and the Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute.
0: Today, we're talking about the United Health Conglomerate and its subsidiary, Optum Health. We're going to dive into how they position themselves in a complex marketplace and whether it's even possible to comprehend their size and scale. Our goal here is to open your eyes to the many ways in which organizations are marketing to and engaging with modern consumers about their health. So we'll guide you through three segments, each based on parts of a soul song, the hook, the groove, and the call. These episodes are fast moving, so let's get right into it. Peter, let's start with the hook regarding United and Optum. All right, the hook is the basic idea here, and I just want to throw an idea out there. I want to talk about the thought of marketing health services and not facilities. The reason why is that Optum and United don't own hospitals, and yet they employ tens of thousands of providers. So that says a couple of things to me in terms of where the marketing goes. Let's start this by setting it up a little bit, Peter, because when I mentioned it's hard to comprehend the size and scale of the United Health group conglomerate here, what stands out to you about United and Optum?
1: I mean, the, one of the things that it's saying is it's it, the, most people in the U.S. I think it said something around 90% of people in the U S have United healthcare as their insurance provider. So it's, I mean, like you said, the scale is absolutely gigantic. Um, but one thing that stood out to me too, was, you know, the question of what business are they in? And it, the, they said, really, it's actually very simple. It's just about everything, but healthcare, I mean, but hospitals or nursing homes. So again, the grand scale of what they're doing here is pretty amazing, it's, a, it's an amazing portfolio.
0: It really is. Optum slash United just blinks in giant neon in my mind of one of those national conglomerates. It's a Fortune 10 <laughs> yeah. company, it's larger than Exxon Mobil. Yep. It's larger than most companies that the world has to offer. So yeah, part of me says it's a little surprising how well they're able to do this, but I think that's the point here. So that's the hook. We're going to talk about marketing health services rather than facilities. So let's dive into the groove. The groove is our main focus here, where we get to dive a little deeper. Let me talk about one feature or benefit, I guess, Peter, that is interesting to me. That is under the Optum Health umbrella. Again, we could spend the whole segment just describing the organization and the billions of dollars that flow through United and Optum, but we're going to talk about their consumer side. So this is the consumer side of Optum. This is where they have Optum RX, the prescription drug benefit area. So in January of this year, Optum launched a tool called Price Edge, and the goal is to automatically provide members the best available prescription drug prices. And I'm interested in this because, again, where we talk about you competing with payviders, a lot of health systems do have a health plan arm. So that's something that's been pioneered for quite a while now, and it's been out there for a while. So I'm guessing there are mixed successes in terms of having that structure. But in theory, what a health plan does is it helps to correct some of the incentives that are out there to align the healthcare of a community with the business of the healthcare organization. In other words, to me, part of the challenge has always been the need to market a whole lot more higher end services and procedures in order to increase your growth as a healthcare system, as a provider organization. And I know that's a little cynical sounding, but it's absolutely part of the conversation. That happens a lot of let's just invite as many people as possible to undergo these procedures. So what having a health plan does is align those incentives a little bit more, in theory, at least again, that's very extreme. And it's just one example, but it's part of the conversation of how to grow the profits and revenues of a healthcare organization. And we all know that. So when we're talking about something like this, one simple tool in my mind is pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance personally to test drive price edge yet but i do plan to and what it supposedly does is that they compare it to most direct to consumer prescription drug prices optum says that they already offer a lower price nearly 90 percent of the time so price edge just scans the available prices and it automatically provides that lowest available price to the member so if there's a lower cost outside of their insurance benefit then price edge automatically applies that price In theory, it sounds like a great thing. Again, I don't know how successful it is and I don't know how easy or difficult it is to use, but I know they're marketing this feature in particular as just one of the benefits of membership in one of their plans. So when I'm talking about marketing, like one specific tool that goes even way beyond marketing service lines and centers of excellence and procedures, it's a certain feature that they're trying to say, look, we're trying to make things easier for you. And I think that's interesting because you have to dig down when you're looking on the page, you have to be like way down on the page before you say, oh, yeah, this is part of United. Oh, wait, yeah, that's part of my membership. That's my plan. So depending on how we engage with the health plan, it's not always clear to us what's available. And I don't think it necessarily makes it more or less difficult to engage in our health, but that's where I'm going with this. That's where my thought is here. What else is standing out to you, Peter, about either this price edge tool or other ways that Optum and United market to us?
1: The the other, the other interesting thing about this price edge tool is, is that prescription drug purchases automatically included in members deductibles to maximize their benefits. That, that is to me, when I read about this and and read through this article and and looked into this more as we were preparing for this, I mean, the first thing that just jumped out to me is it's, this is like the the real estate disruption uh, situation here where, you know, there's so many um, kind of creative ways that are being used right now for buyers and sellers. I mean, buying down points um, because of the interest rate things along those lines I, I'm actually really intrigued by this. Uh, I just think that this is, again, back to providing people the most affordable access to the prescription drugs. It, it, this, this is the heart of everything that they're doing. And um, and they're coming up with really creative ways to do it. Um, and I, I, I applaud them. I just, it's, it's interesting where things are going in this world right now. Um, and it all comes back to, um, affordability and and accessibility and, and ease of use and uh, kind of making use of the, the tool that we have in our hand, which is our phone. And I, you know, it just it's just amazing to me. I'm, I'm really, really amazed by it.
0: Yeah, I agree. So this comes back to, if you're looking at healthcare from the consumer's point of view, you're thinking less of a facility-based journey. You're just thinking of how do I get back to health? How do I have a higher quality of life? What do I need to be well and happy? And if a facility happens to be part of that, great. I mean, as long as it's close by and it's not too inconvenient to get scheduled or to get there or to be seen, And I think it's part of the formula of marketing in this world where I believe a majority of health systems now offer hybrid journeys between virtual and in-person visits. And while it feels like a given now, again, pre-pandemic, it was not a given that that was going to be a thing, but now it is. Now that's kind of a standard. It's still in the nuances of how you communicate that and make it clear. Because do we as consumers now expect that those are options? And if they are... Is the option coming from my doctor or is it coming from my health plan? So where do I even start that journey? It's still not that easy. So again, Optum and United are the examples in my mind of frenemies in this space because on the consumer side, they cover a lot of services that aren't just included in in their own health plans. Like they take care of a lot of procedures that are happening on insurance plans that are not provided by United. So we keep wondering, how can they do this? How can they own all these provider groups? How can they employ tens of thousands of providers, some of whom work fully within the United Scope of Plans that cover their procedures, and some don't at all, and yet they're everywhere. They also play in the pharmacy benefits space with OptumRx, like we just described. I mean, they really are everywhere.
1: The one thing that I I, I question as we go forward with this model um, as in, in, in the world that we're in right now is uh, how, how comfortable are we um, providing, you know, this, this information through whatever it is like surveys or questionnaires or whatever um, so that they can determine kind of what next steps are and things like that. I think the younger generation is going to be all, all about it, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, Gen Xers and maybe baby boomers are, get a little bit nervous about kind of providing health information so that they can take that next step and figure out what, what, you know, prescriptions they might have or what their next step is in the, in the health journey. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that works, uh, because I think that's a big part of this with PHI and, and privacy laws and things along, in HIPAA and all those kind of good things, because um, you're getting into kind of providing your information to not your typical uh, doctor at a doctor's office anymore, right? You're putting a lot of things online and things along those lines. So um, just something to think about as we go forward. Uh, that could probably be a whole other <laughs> uh, series of podcasts, but something to, just to think about as we go forward when you're deciding what route you want to take. Uh, as we go forward in healthcare.
0: Yeah, I agree, that's great. All right, well, why don't we move on into the call? the 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 call is where we talk about what we, as marketers, can do with this information to market with soul. In other words, how can we improve the health of America? Our thesis here is that the villain is not healthcare providers or big pharma or health plans or any individual entity out there. It's a complex industry. There are trillions of dollars involved. But the villain here, we're telling you, is truly an unhealthy America. So that's the villain here. So what can we do to help improve the health of America? Well, here's what I think. I think that Optum really shines in this area, and here's why I see that. So last August, they announced a partnership with Sanofi to offer a low-cost insulin at $35 a month. So $35 for a 30-day supply, which does sound too good to be true. If you go to the Optum store online, which is their direct-to-consumer online presence, the headline is, sounds too good to be true? It's not. And then they proceed to show what types of insulin are included because there are a lot of different versions of insulin. Last August, when this announcement came out, I actually looked up what those types are and what some of the common versions of insulin would cost because I didn't have anything to reference. So I looked at six different types of generic insulin medications on Amazon Pharmacy and Mark Cuban's Cost Plus Drug Company. So again, those sites were easy to compare and Mark Cuban's company at the time didn't offer any of those meds. I know they're actually building a warehouse to create their own insulin now and so they will soon compete if they're not already in this business but amazon pharmacy offer the same doses as what optum offers and they ranged from 193 to 570 for a 30 day supply as opposed to that $35 so yeah that's a big deal and i think not just the messaging but the fact that how did they come up with this in particular as something to lead with something to communicate and market about Here's one way that we're here to help you live healthy, because the insulin-dependent life is not an easy life. It's just one of those reminders every day of how to engage with healthcare, and I'm commending them for whatever the process is that got them to this point that that's a thing that they're offering. I think it's easy to say that that's one way that they're helping improve the health of the country.
1: Yeah, and on the the other side of that coin, and and this one in particular is really important uh, when you talk about insulin, is and we talked about this already, we discussed this you and I before, and I'm sure it'll be in other podcasts, um, is this idea of, well, how do, how do we actually reduce the amount of people on, on insulin um, going forward? And that's what we talked about in these podcasts about trying to get a, a healthier America. Let's let's be more proactive about our health rather than reactive. Uh, you could say insulin is reactive, right? It's, it's you're already basically you've been diagnosed and you're, you're taking it. But for the people that are pre-diabetic or, or diabetes runs in their family, well, you know, maybe this, this whole approach to healthcare care will um, eventually kind of lower the, the need for insulin um, across the United States uh, in, the, in the population. Who knows? Uh, but it's an interesting one to, to bring up anyways. And in this article that we, we talked about um, with, the, with United, it says that they have the ability to damage the financial operations of, of local hospitals. And deny coverage to families raising their out their of pocket expenses. So that's how big they are. That's how much influence they can have in this. I think there has to be a healthy, um, a healthy uh, kind of a tit for tat, if you will, in the world we're in with with hospitals and with this kind of just um, dis- this kind of disruptor approach. Um, but I, I, am interested to kind of see how things are going. It's, um, it's a tentative time, that's for sure, but, um, all good stuff and really interesting to see how this kind of the landscape is changing as we're talking about
0: it. Totally agree, Peter. I'm really glad you brought that up. All right. Any final thoughts here on Optimore United?
1: No, I think uh, just like I said, this is going to be one where we uh, get the bucket of popcorn and we sit back and we see what happens.
0: Agreed. Well, I'll tell you what, Peter, this has been awesome with that. I think that's enough talk from us. Now it's time, listeners, for you to go do something about it. On behalf of Peter, this is Jared, reminding you that modern consumers expect to engage with their health in modern ways. So make sure that you're marketing with soul. Thanks for listening.